0: Hello and welcome whoa. Who's rustling?
1: Who's eating crisps?
0: Sorry. Uh, I you're mute. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Critics, joined by Obi and Chris. How are you both? I'm sweet. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Podcast uh two and three, uh we shall call you. Um, mm.
1: I'm going to plug oh, the socials. Oh, do you not know remind Find me that. about that joke? Sorry, remind me about that joke when we get into it because I need to ask yeah. a question about it. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to plug the socials first of all because
0: I don't know if everyone always gets to the end. So we're on Twitter at YC Podcast Seventeen and Instagram as YC Critics. So please do give us a follow, like, subscribe. If you enjoy our content, please do interact with us. Today we're talking exclusively about Spider-Man: No Way Home and there will be spoiler details. If you've not had a chance to see it yet, then press pause, go and see it, and then come and listen to our thoughts on it. Um, So this is the third chapter in the ongoing Tom Holland (laughs) Spider-Man series. Um, There's been a lot of hype around it, Um, kind of theories about what might contain within it, who might appear in it, um, several actors have had to uh, well, mainly Andrew Garfield just had to <laughs> constantly <laughs> deny that he's in it um, I think Charlie Cox has also had to deny um, some actors were straight off the bat a couple of years ago like,
1: I'm going to be in the film
0: like Jamie Foxx uh, so yeah this film probably is best summarised as the worst kept secret in Hollywood yeah. um, <laughs> but we will go into all of that. Um So I'm just going to give a very brief synopsis um, and then we can dive into, you know, where you guys want to get into the nitty gritty more. Um, but this pretty much starts uh, just as No Way Home finishes. So you kind of, there's a, uh, from home, sorry. So you see uh, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, uh, revealing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson from The Daily Bugle is plastering it all over, the news, um, so everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, he then has to kind of take MJ out of the crowd because he's in the middle of, don't think it's quite Times Square, but somewhere public. Uh, and then he's swinging around trying to get away from it. Um, and then there's kind of a, not quite a montage, but short scenes of kind of the first semester of school where He's navigating kind of people being interested in in who he is and people accusing him of being a murderer and uh, saying that Mysterio was right. Um, He also gets questioned by the police uh, and requires a lawyer. Um, Happy Hogan is also arrested um, or under investigation for stealing Stark Tech, uh, which I wasn't quite sure if that related to Homecoming, because I know there's a big... That's when the Stark aeroplane falls, but maybe
1: we can come back to that. I think it's far from home, because I think he uses that fabricator's machine that Spider-Man used to make his suit, I think. Ah, okay. I think. But Um, isn't
2: Happy still, like, the head of the security, so he hasn't stolen it because he's just using
0: the plane? mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's related to the fact that now Stark technology was being used to kill Quentin Beck, in their mind, that having it is kind of contraband. Um, so we get that, uh, then they don't get into MIT basically because they are associated with Spider-Man. So, um, MJ and Ned as well. Uh, and he thinks, look, this is affecting too many people. I'm ruining people's futures. Uh, I need to talk to a wizard. So he goes to Dr. Strange. Uh, the scene is slightly different in the trailer, which I didn't mind because it obscured obviously what's happening. Uh, in the trailer, Wong says, don't cast that spell, and Doctor Strange's like, I won't. Winky wink. Mm. Um, but in this one, Wong's like, fuck, you do what you want to. Just leave
1: me out of it. Yeah. Leave me
0: out of it. Uh, Wong is also the Sorcerer Supreme now, because Doctor Strange was blipped. Um, so that was a cool piece of information. It explains why he's going here, then, everywhere. So, kind of like we saw in the trailer, Doctor Strange is casting the spell. Uh, he's a bit more accommodating of changes to it, but at some point... Peter is saying, oh, what about this person, this person? And it destabilizes the spell. Um, and before Doctor Strange manages to contain it, there's a slight, you know, tear in the multiverse and a few, uh, villains from other Spider-Man universes come through. Um, so we first meet Doc Ock, then he gets, then Goblin briefly, then there's Lizards already captured, uh, then Sandman Electro. Um, I think that's all of them so then we see basically Spider-Man wants to save these people because Doctor Strange says that if they get sent back they will die because that's their fate um, or the ones that did die he wants to cure them and send them back so that they can hopefully be alive and live a normal life which is very noble but that kind of puts him at odds with Doctor Strange they have a fight in the Mirrorverse which was sick um, and then Peter Parker or Spider-Man figures out the geometry of the mirror verse and traps dr strange in there which i thought was also very very cool Mm. um and then proceeds to basically try and figure out how to cure them so they take Mm. them back to happies um but uh yeah so norman osborne um aka green goblin is like i don't want to lose well green goblin says he doesn't want to lose that part of himself uh it all goes to part uh there's a big fight, the villains all get released. Mm. Um Aunt May dies. Mm. Uh, before not before saying with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. So then Peter Parker's obviously uh heartbroken. He feels that, you know, responsible for the death of Aunt May. Um and meanwhile you've got MJ and Ned. Uh they are trying to well Ned's got one of the rings from Doctor Strange and he can now do portals they're trying to find Peter they don't quite find the right Peter um, which I mean I haven't heard a cinema gasp like that for ages <laughs> uh, and then the two previous Spider-Men so Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire uh, they find Tom Holland's Peter Parker they all collaborate develop cures for the villains um, lure them to the new uh Statue of Liberty, which has got a Captain America shield on. Um And then there's a big fight and, yeah, they all end up cured and sent back to their respective universes. So, kind of very brief, as brief as I could think to fit it, considering it's a two and a half hour long film. But, I mean, guys, where do you want to start? I mean, you, you missed the crucial... Oh, sorry. Go gone. Go on. Sorry. No. It's cool. What did I miss, Chris? Um,
2: and none of them actually remember him at the very end.
0: Oh yeah, of course. So in order for Doctor Strange to uh, contain the multiverse, which is splitting because the box that he contained the spell in got blown up, uh, he has because all the people coming through because they know who Peter Parker is, Tom Holland. Peter Parker says, look, if they forget who Peter Parker is, then they won't come through. So he has like an emotional goodbye with MJ and Ned. Spell was cast, multiverse is, well, fixed, (laughs) we guess, uh, at this moment in time. Um, And then, yeah, there's a kind of epilogue where he goes, he's going to try and convince MJ that they know each other and love each other, but he then realises that maybe he shouldn't. Uh, and then he ends up in an apartment, similar to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um He's kind of out of school, kind of becoming a man, out of the shadows of the Avengers. Wait, you,
2: think he's out... of... you mean out of school, but going into college, right?
1: Yeah, He's, take, yeah. he's taken his B.Ed. Yeah. so I imagine he couldn't get his high school diploma. Yeah.
0: Well, I imagine that's because no one knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah. So all of, all of his education has been wiped. But, you know, he's essentially where
1: Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was. Um, oh,
2: what? are you assuming that he isn't? He isn't even in
0: MIT or anything.
1: Yeah, no. I'm assuming that he's high school dropout basically. Yeah.
0: Oh. I think GED is General Education Diploma. So yeah, that's the like
1: equivalent of a high school diploma. Wait, yeah.
0: what? Did we see him get that?
1: There? Yeah, there's perfect. a book in the box says GED standardized test or something. Oh, like that.
2: that makes more sense. Right. Okay, I wondered what that was.
0: Yeah. So presumably, because this Peter Parker no one knows who he is, all of his excellent grades so no you know null and void mm. so he has to start from scratch but you know he's kind of taken that next step he's he's sort of proven himself against one of the very powerful avengers and dr strange doesn't seem to need them anymore um and are sort of sort of feels in a weird way like this trilogy has been a whole kind of origin for you know the proper adult peter parker slash spider-man um but, yeah, I mean, where do you guys want to start?
1: Just quickly, before we get into it, I just want to ask the question: like, do you think um, there was a film around, that had, like, more hype around it than this one? Like, a comic book film that had more hype than this one? Probably Infinity War, but like that.
2: maybe Civil War. All of them three are probably up there in the echelon. Mm. But, they're like, if you're talking standalone film with, like, one individual, then, yeah, this is probably
0: the. The highest mm. high. what, about, what about the Snyder cut? Mm. Yeah. I just I
2: think that's that, that, that was more like the satisfaction though.
1: I like, think that was among a certain group of people. Yeah. Um I think this probably had definitely had like a more a wider audience to be fair, I think. Yeah. But oh, yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah, mean depending. very, very hyped. I mean it's constant. You know, oh, the Brazilian trailer has edited this out, and you know, <laughs> people going to the proper minutiae. Mm. You know, to to kind of they were they were right. They were right, yeah. I just uh, think like I mean, it just comes back to why can't people just have the element of surprise? I mean, I I I really liked this film, but I would have enjoyed it so much more if I didn't already have the expectation of yeah. Daredevil being in it. Um, Know, the other two peter parkers there was mm. other there wasn't tons that surprised me in this because i'd already heard that it might happen whereas i remember watching infinity war and when thanos snapped and everyone got well half the people got dusted i was literally sat there like what yeah because it was a genuine surprise i yeah. okay.
2: But you, I mean, you must have had some inkling that he was going to do something on that st- scale in order to have part, part two come out, right?
1: We didn't know it was going to be a part two at the time, to be fair. Were
0: we not? mm mm-hmm. I had no idea. I, I, didn't, I don't know the comics well enough to, to have known that that might happen. So I was just, you know, proper shocked by that. And, like, that was probably the last time I heard such an audible gasp in cinema. So I think that does dampen it in a way for me because, you know... When you see Daredevil, you're like, "Oh, cool," and it happened quite early, and then, but he he's in it for like thirty seconds, and then you're like, "Oh, okay," and then you see Andrew Garfield, and it was still like but a... <gasps> then you're like, "Okay, well, Tobey Maguire is going to be here, then, isn't he?" And mm. it is still, it was still amazing to see, and I did get goosebumps, but it was like just confirming something I'd already. Known, kind of like the kingpin thing in Hawkeye. So, mm. um, yeah. What did what did you guys think of, of the film, and, and did the kind of spoil spoiled nature of of this film
1: impact your opinion on it in any way? Um, I'll go first. Uh, so I think um, to answer this, your second question, I think did it spoil it a bit for me um yeah like obviously i still enjoyed enjoyed the hell out of it um like those moments uh like matt murdoch and uh the two Sp- spider-man um but yeah there was a part of me that was like oh like i did, i know what's gonna happen oh not i know what's gonna happen but like i know this moment's coming it's just a matter of when it's gonna, when it's coming kind of thing um and it was funny because um obviously there were those rumors and stuff about um uh, critics going to see Spider-Man and they are only showing the first half an hour or the first 40 minutes and then there's been they've been Sony and whoever else have been advertising don't spoil this film don't spoil this film don't spoil this film like I went to the cinema um, the other day and there was a sign outside of one of the theaters saying if you've seen Spider-Man don't spoil it or whatever so that kind of made me think that like because we pre it's pretty much like you say it's like the worst kept secret that we know that like Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire are going to be in the film and then we think there must be something else, else, that like, we're not even thinking of that's going to be in this. Obviously, there wasn't, um, which I was a bit like, meh. I, I, I don't know why, guys. I just thought, because the way they were, like, safeguarding it made me think that, like, do you not guys not know that, like, we've pretty much <laughs> heard everything that's been confirmed in this film? Um, but, yeah. In general, um, I think the film's really, really good. Um, I think it's probably... The best, oh yeah, it's definitely the best of this trilogy, and I think it's a great like way to bookend this trilogy um, of like Spider-Man. I think that um, you couldn't have really thought of a better way, I think, for this story to end. And obviously, like the way they remix some of the stuff with like um, like Aunt May uh, giving the great power, great responsibility, and then also her dying, and like that big kind of being like uh, Peter's catalyst um, compared to the other two Spider-Men. Obviously, the two Spider-Men coming in. Um, the way Peter Woods has been interacting with um with uh Ned and uh MJ more to kind of like make them feel like they're more like members of the team, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like as in like they they matter more and what they can do matters, I think. Obviously Ned's got obviously Ned's the guy in the chair and also he's got the he used the Doctor Strange thing and I think um MJ is also there for kind of like a like a sounding board, basically, kind of just to say, like, do you think I should do this? And she's like, yeah or no, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect of the film as well. I think some of the action sequences were amazing. Um, I think Willem Defoe was amazing. Um, and yeah, I think, well, I'll come to negatives in a bit, but yeah, overall, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I didn't, um, I didn't, there was a part of me that thought they might not stick this because I, me personally, I was so hyped for it. So I thought am I setting myself for so, I setting myself for failure here? Um but no, I think they followed through and it pretty much delivered everything that it could have that it could have, I think. So yeah. You I said
0: you said I think in our group chat, or maybe it was on the pod last time, that if it doesn't enter at in the top five, you'll be disappointed.
1: Yeah, no, I was being hyperbolic, I won't lie. Oh, okay. But um I think off well, yeah, I've seen it a couple of times um now. So kind of like my 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 Thought is Do I like this more Than Iron Man The first Iron Man um, And I think I think I would say yes I feel like I need to watch First Iron Man again But I think I would say yes And I'm pretty sure I've got Iron Man At like number six okay. And like Then it comes to the point Of like Do I like this more Than Black Panther mm, Probably not But I love Black Panther. I like unconditionally Love Black Panther So for me It's probably like A joint top five Five or six I would say OK. All
0: right. Let's say Chris's thoughts. Chris, you you've also seen it um probably slightly more recently than myself by a few hours. Um Yeah. You said in the chat it's very good. So, you know, give us your thoughts.
2: Um. Well, I have to agree. I feel like they could keep things more of a secret and that we would have definitely had a more enjoyable experience should we have not known about Daredevil or the Spider-Men, mm. uh, or the villains, in fact. But I feel like there had to be one factor they gave away in the trailers. Okay. Um, villains were probably the better option. Um, and then the villains would give it away anyway. But, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, I think the way they started and ended the film, the amount of time they gave all three Spider-Men, I think was good is this sort of Spider-Men or Spider-Mans I don't, I don't
1: know <laughs> definitely not Spider-Mans
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a plural men though is it They're, their name is Spider-Man yeah yeah it's
0: not Spider-Man. we know what you mean
2: yeah um yeah I in a, in terms of film ranking pff, I don't know I think I'd have to watch it again I would like to think it was in the top five for me um but then I don't. I don't. Maybe there's films that I don't appreciate as much as other people. Um, I think Tom Holland was very good in it. Um, I thought there were the things they added to it where you're where we where you can ask questions. Uh, for example, um, very close to the well, I don't know how many acts you would have said was in this film, but either the first act or shortly after the first act, where Tom Holland is. Uh, has been, uh, astral projected out of his body. Is that the right word?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then he's still able to move his body and That's Dr. Sick. Grab him. Uh, it, it opens doors to other questions. I assume that is something to do with his spidey sense. I don't know though. Um, and, um, oh, there was something else I was about to say. I can't remember. My mind's been blank. But, um, yeah, I like the story. I like how. How he wanted to redeem, so he wanted to fix something, it messed up. He was quite, uh, as we saw in the trailer, he was quite jarring in the amount of times he said, Can this person remember? Can this person remember? Can this person remember? Um, then obviously, like, the heartbreak, the redemption, the near murder, and, uh, the start of a new story, essentially. So I thought, I thought it was a real good roundabout film, actually. Um, I can see why so many people really love it. I feel for a die-hard Spider-Man fan, this must have been orgasmic. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. and I, I like I liked that they brought the different um, characteristics of all three Spider-Men together. I thought they might be a bit generic, but they actually um, tried to stay as true as possible to their, their individual characteristics as characters, I think. I think they did let Garfield be a bit too... Sloppy, soppy the right word. I think he was too down, uh, too down on his luck. But I suppose at the end of Spider-Man Two, he was pretty.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say his films are kind of like that, to be fair.
2: Yeah, so, oh okay. yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think the fight scenes were really good. Um, like, I mean, for Spider-Man, you got like the CGI has got to be decent because obviously that most part of the film is in CGI. Um, I did say it's over after the film, obviously it doesn't really matter, but like. They do spend a lot of time out of their masks, but I suppose it's the point of showing that it is them free and it is also, like, does it really matter because everyone knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Um, the guy next to me laughed. I don't know if you heard it, Oates. The guy next to me laughed when um, he uh, when uh, when Aunt May said, um, with great power comes with great responsibility. He, like, scoffed at it as if to say, oh, they can't be saying this again. So oh, for God's sake, like it's just a little thing, it doesn't really matter, does it? So like, you ha yeah, that that's like an integral part of
0: mm-hmm. Spider Man, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, with that great power he did not he was not responsible at the very end. He nearly killed Well, we'd never know if he actually would have thrown it all the way down. I think,
1: I think he was gonna kill him.
2: I <laughs> think he was gonna kill him. Um which shows a bit of a dark side and and with the
1: sorry I dropped my
0: laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the last thing I heard you talking about Chris was about um, you said we weren't I think it was we weren't sure if Peter Parker would have uh, Spider-Man would have actually killed Green Goblin yeah do you want me to just redo that bit you don't mind
2: yeah that's fine Um, so at the point of which we weren't we we weren't too sure whether Green Goblin would have killed uh, Peter Parker but I assume he we assume he would have done because he looked very uh, angry and menaced um, and then Toby Maguire saving him, obviously. Mm. Uh, I guess he's been there, hasn't he? he killed that guy mm-hmm. in the film, so, mm. redemption time.
0: Um, I thought they were going to kill off Toby Maguire's
1: spider. Oh, me too. I was like, you fucking better not. I said, you can't do that to the OG, man. Allow <laughs> it.
2: You know what? I thought it, and I thought, you know what? This guy's been battered. There's no way one, one little stab's going to kill him like that.
1: Mm.
2: And then, I suppose this, a similar stab killed the Hobgoblin. The Hobgoblin, uh, uh, Green Goblin. I'll tell you now, the Green Goblin was... Is powerful. Jesus, the, the fights, the actual physical fighting between him and Tom Holland was actually quite epic. Like, the way they were just slamming each other into walls and down the oh, ground.
1: Yeah. It's kind yeah, of... a bit mad.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, also, just quickly, and you might have alluded to this at the beginning, Ob. Hmm. but Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1. I'm sorry. Tom Holland is Spider-Man 3. Yeah, but... Like, well,
1: well, this in is the it. Universe, he's number one. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, do you think there was, like, a, a deeper meaning behind that? Them call, them naming themselves one, two, and three kind of thing? Or is it, like... Because obviously, like, people kind of, like, rank their Spider-Men. So, like, obviously, Toby and Angela oh, I thought you were two. No, I'm two. You're three kind of thing. So I thought maybe <laughs> there was, like, a little joke behind that saying, like, oh, yeah, this is what people think when they rank Spider-Men kind of thing. Maybe.
2: It would have been a bit harsh to put it in the film, but I just took it as... I don't know, really. I don't know how they define two and three between Andrew Garfield and...
1: No, obviously, obviously, it was just a way to differentiate, but I was thinking maybe yeah. behind the scenes that was like a little joke between like the writers kind of thing. It mm. quite funny. Mm. What I really loved about
0: this film, and you said it, Chris, is they there was a so much more interaction between the Spider-Men than I thought there would be. Mm. I think OBU said you had a fear that it was going to be like a brief cameo. And, and yeah. I sort of shared that. I was like thinking, you know, if I see them, I'll be happy, but I would, I thought I'd end up wanting more and you always want more, particularly in a film like this, but I think they had enough. And there was the funny interactions between them. There was also some deep interactions as well. And, um, you know, particularly when Andrew Garfield Spider-Man saves MJ and he oh, just starts oh, crying. Oh. Oh.
2: Uh, I t- I, I'm sure I said this in a different podcast. I said, I, I'm sure uh, Andrew Garfield was going to catch her. Mm-hmm. But, it was so, like, elegant the way he did it as well. He just even landed on his feet after he caught her. It was,
1: it was just the way he was looking at her and he was like, are you okay? Like, with tears in his eyes and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my god, that got me in the heart, man. Not <laughs> only does this kind of, conclude
0: this trilogy of tom hollands um but and also set it up for, for future it it also concludes the other two franchises in in a big way like the the villains are all redeemed um and cured um so the guilt that you know Tobey Maguire's might have about causing or being there when norman died um and octavius you know, that guilt lifted. Um, He also says that, you know, him and MJ have worked it out and they're still together. That's great. I mean, I was a bit confused about what time they were all supposed to be in. Like, was Mm -hmm. Maguire still 2007 or is he 2024, which I think is when this film is set, Um, because it seems like they all appeared just as they were kind of dying, certainly the villains. And then it seems like Andrew Garfield's Spider Man was not long after Gwen had died, and because he said he'd just bought the rhino, so that was 2014.
1: Okay, I didn't think that. No,
2: I didn't think that either. I I assumed it was
1: 2024. Yeah, yes,
2: 2024, because he said about how he had taken his anger out on a lot of people, and we didn't see that in any of the films.
1: Okay. And, and right. I think obviously the, the joke about Toby is back home. You think he's been doing this for a, for a little while? <laughs> yeah,
0: he's the older one. Yeah, when when I yeah. first saw him and he wasn't wearing a suit, I thought has he hung hung up the suit because he's too old? I thought well, that I, was quite interesting.
1: I was thinking like, as Toby Maguire said, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be in this, but I'm not putting the suit on." I was thinking like, i am really pissed off he doesn't <laughs> put the fucking suit on. So I'm glad he had <laughs> it on underneath. No, though, I
2: think that's quite clever the way they did it. Because like obviously it it adds the element of okay are we just gonna get a mini cameo from these people mm-hmm. is he gonna put on the suit and then you realise oh no wait he's actually being the smart one of all three of them he's yeah. being himself rather than Spider Man in front of the world
0: but yeah, yeah. like I was, yeah so yeah I mean it was it was like yeah kind of concluding all of those and obviously Andrew Garfield gets his redemption moment with like saving MJ and and that. Maybe alleviate some of the guilt from. Um, I, wouldn't,
2: I wouldn't say concluded it. I think it. I think it relieved it. But I think personally, they could still open up the. They they basically explained the rest of their life. Like like Peter Parker. I don't know if Toby Maguire's one could continue with another one. But they basically essentially said that like life moves on to uh, Andrew Garfield. So he could definitely make a third one if he wanted to. but his hmm. life. Continued. Um, but. I mean, he hasn't even met his MJ yet, has he? In his, uh, well, when, when he had his.
0: Yeah, she got deleted from uh, Spider Man 2.
2: <laughs> well, MJ's also been technically deleted from this film because she's not Mary Jane Watson this year. She's Mary.
1: Michelle Jones, Jones- Williams James or something. Watson. Yeah. Michelle Jones Watson. Oh.
2: Yeah, so they've changed her character slightly um, to fit within this universe. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people thought that um, Ned was going to be like the Hobgoblin in this,
0: didn't they? Um... There was that line when he's, he says, because he finds out that uh, essentially Harry Osborn was, was Toby Maguire's friend and then became evil and died. And he says to Tom Holland, Spider-Man, like, I'm not going to become a villain and, and you know fight you. And I was like, that's definitely foreshadowing. And then when he was falling, and MJ was also falling, I thought it was going to end up that MJ would be saved and like Ned would be injured, and then that would cause resentment. But um, he got saved oh, no, by the I cape. That. And that's not in Ned's character. No, I, I yeah, but you never know how these like supervillain origins will start. But I mean, he was saved by the cape, so he seems. I reckon he'll have some something to do with like the Sanctum Sanctorum in uh, That'll be know, cool. future. Future, maybe
2: uh, but they don't remember everything first wouldn't
0: they that's true but it's only peter parker they've forgotten so presumably they
1: still remember everything that happened this is where it gets sticky Because they are like what doing you, don't you remember now
2: see i'm not i'm not of the opinion necessarily dr strange doesn't remember i mean we assume he doesn't but nothing mm. said to in in make us think he doesn't ugh. i mean he would have come would have talked to him afterwards wouldn't he if he hadn't remembered but um if he had remembered even. But yeah, well, he
1: says, like, even me. Oh, he says he says that he'll forget. He says that everyone will forget, including me. But then you made a very
2: good point, and I guess a counterpoint could be something else, but you made a very good point in the in the smaller mm-hmm. wiping of memory of um, Wong, mm. Doctor Strange remembers. However, this is on a grander scale, so maybe he has to wipe his own memory for his own good. I, I mean. What I did like about this film, and it kind of makes... Doctor Strange to a bit more um, level is the fact that Doctor Strange isn't as powerful in this film. I feel like he's very worn in this film. Like, he seems to struggle against Peter's enemies. He struggled against Peter Parker. It took him quite a while to get out the the um, mirror dimension. Obviously, he didn't have his ring or whatever. Um, so I feel like it's grounded him a bit as a character. Mm. Although he did, in the end, manage to wrap up the whole multiverse...
0: Stuff, but he did. did... Gone so he did need to be knocked down a few pegs, didn't he?
2: Yeah, like I mean, he looked at five million different flipping endings to fourteen million. Yeah, whatever. Like that, that that's mental. Um, but I guess it's meant to show how strong he is. But then he did also have
1: the time stone,
2: the time stone on him. So there you go. And then, um, and then I guess he, he I guess he's proven it to us that the time stone's destroyed, which is it, or at least been put back.
1: Yeah, it's been put back into its original timeline.
2: So if it has, does he not now own it?
1: No, because Thanos had it and destroyed it.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Just needs to go to the time bureau and pick it up, yeah? <laughs> Got a question. I feel like Wong needs his own series because he is coming and going all sorts of places. He's in Shang-Chi, he's in this, he's going to be in Doctor Strange too. He's now the Sorcerer Supreme. I feel like he's one of, like, a one of the most established characters that hasn't had his own little kind of flourish mm. and i feel like he is a relatively interesting character um or at least he could be a part of some quite interesting stories because he he is literally just like coming going and he seems to have a hand in like quite important things um but there's there doesn't seem to be any you know, news about a series. I mean, I I feel like he's prime for a Disney Plus series. Yeah, Again. I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. Okay. But. No more thoughts on that then.
2: <laughs> well, I can see it. I can see it happening. But I mean, you got to you got to look at current engagement of these of these series. Like, I, I mean, I'm quite enjoying Hawkeye. But like, how many people are really watching Hawkeye, and how many people really care to watch Hawkeye? A lot of people, I'm pretty sure that, like, Marvel didn't bother watching WandaVision or Loki and stuff like that. So, like, if you're getting big names and they're not getting the traction you want, how are you going to put a smaller name in?
0: Um, I think, I think Marvel or Kevin Feige's thing is, if you watch these series, you get a richer understanding, like, Considering we basically saw a trailer for Doctor Strange 2 as the second post-credit scene, she's <laughs>
2: Wonder
0: Wonder's saying, Oh, you know, I'm sorry about Westview. If you haven't seen Wonder Vision, you're going to be like, Oh, maybe I should go back and watch that because it links. And considering Agatha is getting her own series and Maya Lopez, aka Echo, is getting her own series. Um, they're also doing series for characters that we've never even seen before, such as Miss Marvel, um,
1: there's Who's
0: Echo? Yeah, he's
2: the, the one in Hawkeye? Really?
0: Yeah, Moon Knight, She-Hulk. What? So there's all these characters that they're some of them are being introduced into these or some of them are getting spin-offs from these. So I think, you know, Wong would would be right for
1: one. Um I mean if
2: I go for an
0: Echo
1: getting one then yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would I wouldn't mind. I think yeah, I think a TV show suits it better. I don't think a film would be great. <clears throat> i not but. sure if he can lead a film. Okay, who was booing
0: the uh, Doctor Strange 2 trailer? Me. Okay, why?
2: Why? Because I want end credit scenes. I want little snippets of something else. This trailer is going to be out in two weeks' time, and I'm going to see the exact same bollocks again. I did not wait for all those credits to see a trailer.
0: But do you not feel like part of an exclusive club? It's like, I've seen it a week before everyone else because I stayed to the end. At least it wasn't, was it Spider-Man Homecoming when you wait to the end and Captain America's like, why are you still here? <laughs> that was funny.
2: I mean, good point in that one, but then just don't put one. I just, I I mean, I get it. If they had nothing else put the trailer, I get it. But like, for me, I was expecting something. Like, the first Spider-Man tra- uh, ending, bar the Captain America thing, what was the end credit scene in the first film? Um... Oh, what was that? Someone oh, said.
0: Yeah, sorry, Lauren forgot her keys, so I had to let her in.
2: Yeah, well, I can't remember what the credit scene was in the first Spider-Man film. Not the very end credit, but the first credit scene. And then, the, obviously, the second film, you have the
0: Mysterio revealing. Mm. The, first, have, which the, is first, like, the first one was Adrian Toomes, a.k.a. Vulture, in prison, oh, yeah. seeing Scorpion.
2: See, that's pretty cool. I mean, they haven't done anything with it, but that's I was going to cool.
0: say, is it cool? We haven't seen anything of that since then. I think, I think they're appearing in Morbius, aren't they? Um, oh, yeah. Is it the same Adrian...
1: It was a different agent. Yeah, it's the same. Oh, okay. Well,
2: thing is, as well, the bit of information that Volta knew about Peter Parker, don't know no more. So true. true. But at least we got something. Like I feel like from these two credits, in, in credits, we didn't get anything. That's continuation. Like we got Doctor Strange, I guess, because he was part of this film. But like, I wanted a more. I didn't. I didn't give a shit about Venom and Symbiote. You know what I mean? Like that. What. <laughs> Like, uh, it's just Sony trying to pump their film. Um, <laughs> yeah. in a Venom 3, is it going to be, uh, is it going to actually be, what are you going to, first, what are you going to do with Tom Hardy and Venom 3? God knows. And Kill then,
1: them off.
2: maybe. And then, if, if, if Spider-Man has the symbiote suit in Spider-Man 4, or number f- f- 4, in Spider-Man 4, then, like, is Tom Hardy going to be in it? Do we care if he's in it? No, not really. So what that... I mean, I, I like the... I, I really, I, sorry, on, the end credit scenes that didn't do it for me.
1: Just quickly to answer your question, because I assume that Tom Hardy's not going to be in it now because they have shown him going back presumably back to the Venom <laughs> universe. Yeah, yeah. I assume he's not going to be in it, but apparently Tom Holland might be in the Venom films, maybe. Apparently. Yeah, that, that,
0: that whole end of Venom, let there be carnage, and then end of this. It felt very forced. I I think shit. (laughs) It was very forced. I mean, I, I, I'm presuming that the reason he got pulled into this universe is because the hive mind of Venom knows Peter Parker, so that pulled in. That makes sense. Tom, um, Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock clearly doesn't. Um, Mm. shout out Topher Grace, by the way. Where were you? Um, In it.
1: (laughs) The first
0: Venom. Yeah, OG Uh, Venom. In
1: it, Uh, the the better venom,
0: yeah.
2: did he die? I can't even remember if he died or not. Uh,
0: I think he does because Mm. they do the whole pipes thing, and then he falls, and then it explodes because he tries to get back into the venom symbiote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, The thing is, like, I'm very this whole film. I'm very happy, like in terms of like. How much time the Spider Men got? Mm. Uh, I know, like you were saying earlier, that you're worried that maybe they didn't get enough. They weren't going to get enough time, but I think they actually like did this spot on. Like, I think they gave Tom Holland enough time to develop or go through his emotions, and also introduce the two characters to a new audience if they don't really know who they are, and the old audience who love them.
0: Yeah, I think because. When me and Obi were talking about it on chat, he was, uh, we were like debating where it sits and like, is it the best Spider-Man film? Is it top five MCU? All of these things. And I think it's a really hard question to answer because I think there are several flaws with this film and we can get onto those in a sec. But fundamentally, regardless of the quality of the film itself, this film was pure nostalgia. This was like just, you know, ticking all of those boxes that you would have wanted, even if you knew they were going to happen. It still was like you're seeing the old Spider-Man, that you're getting the references that, you know, um, they're talking about. You're, you're kind of getting a glimpse into what they're doing now. There's the interaction between them, there's like the camaraderie, the banter, which I'm a bit hitting this, but then there's also quite a lot of emotion in it. Like, Tom Holland, uh, I think you said it earlier, Chris, shows that he's actually a decent actor in this. There's um, you know, some quite tender moments between him and Zendaya, who I think had quite good chemistry in this film. Um, yeah. I think Ned gets stuff to do. He's not just, like, cast aside. He is a bit of
2: comic relief, though.
0: Yeah. But I felt I felt very satisfied at the end of this. Um Yeah. And I think they've done it really well. Um, I mean, do, do you want to get into the slight negatives? Obi, I think you, you had a, a couple of um, criticisms.
1: Um, can I just say a few more positives before we get to the negatives? Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: I don't um, want to end on negatives, though, by the way. i say, okay, so, yeah, should we oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah, it sandwich can...
1: it with, uh, with some yeah. positives? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right, negatives then. Um I think for me, um, I think Ben, you were saying it as well. I think the the beginning bit of the film where um, where Peter's kind of like framed for the murder of Quentin Beck and all that stuff, although very, I think very interesting and potentially really interesting storyline, is over really quickly. Um, he gets hauled into the into the police station. They say, "Oh yeah, we're going to charge you and what, whatever child endangerment." Da 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 da. And then the next, <laughs> very next scene, Matt Miller's like, "Yeah, they're going to charge you." <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah.
0: I was, oh, okay, cool. Maybe just to happy. He's like, but you, you might need a very good lawyer. And then that just kind of yeah. gets dropped. I was like, well, why? Why say it? Like, yeah. I thought, I, I,
2: I wonder if this film was longer and they cut that section. I
0: reckon, I reckon, that's well. it was, yeah. Because it was prime for uh, Matt Murdoch and Happy to sort of work together to try and kind of, you know, get Happy off of that. To be honest, mm. and maybe you would have seen. Is it Karen
2: and Foggy? Foggy.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll do it for Daredevil season four. Maybe, but then I was thinking, even for that, like even them introducing, excuse me, introducing Daredevil in that way, I think it was just it was weird for him to just be in the apartment straight away. I was yeah. cause like in the first episode of Daredevil, him and Foggy just turn up to the police station um, in the hope of like hiring Karen as their uh, as their client and I thought maybe the same thing would happen here and I think that would have been because obviously Peter mentions as well that he broke so I think okay Daredevil does like a lot of free work as well so I think it would make sense fun. for him to come in and, um, and offer his yeah. services for free but obviously yeah they didn't do that either so I reckon it's probably a, a deleted scene somewhere of him actually introducing yeah. himself it seems think... like May knew him as well because mm. she kept
0: calling him Matt mm. well maybe he's done a lot
2: of work for the, the... she runs a shelter doesn't she
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i think she probably does a lot of work with them i i personally don't mind that i i get what you guys are saying um i think that could have been like they did a bit of interrogation but it kind of was cut short very fast um but i don't mind it i think the story had to move on a bit quick in that in that time frame because of everything else there to pack in it's almost why like before we before we watched the film, I was saying that maybe this could have done with a part one, part two. Kind of glad they didn't do a part one, part two now. But
0: I just feel like the first act could probably have just been bolted onto the end of Far From Home because it felt very much like they were like, oh shit, we've still got a little bit more to do. Wrap that up really quickly, and then mm. like the main the start of this film proper is when he goes to Doctor Strange and is like, we need you know i need to kind of sort this out that is basically the inciting incident of this film yeah it's like 35 minutes into the film um and yeah i mean again this is this is criticism for being greedy because it's like mm-hmm. oh we would have wanted more but mm-hmm. you know having more of how it's affected him um because you you basically go from summer to winter like quite quickly um in this, uh, and that's a whole semester of school, so um, you know, they could have been yeah. there, but I understand why they didn't, for like time constraints, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Sorry, am I still going through my criticism? Yeah, yeah Okay, I have a, a few minor ones Um, so I think that from from the bit where he goes to Doctor Strange from the start and then uh, up until um I would say up until he he fights Doctor Strange, that little bit in the middle, like the, even including the bit where they go in he goes and captures um Sandman and Electra and stuff like that, I think is not the best. Um I don't really love it. I think it's a bit I don't know, it's a bit clunky. Um I don't I think there are points in that in that bit, obviously like when they're in the forest and like Ned and um and MJ are kind of like shouting through the phone and stuff like that. I'm like, this is a bit I don't, like they're not really you're just shouting, you can't hear what they're saying. I think it was a bit strange. Um, I didn't love it, um, and combined with that, I think that I don't like um, that. There's not really a proper explanation for um, Jamie Fox's character in this compared to the Amazing right. Spider-Man film. Um, his demeanor is very, very, very vastly different. Obviously, his appearance is different as well, and they don't really go anything apart from Kirk Connors pointing it out, but no one says okay, what? But why? Has this happened? Why is the demeanor pretty different? Why is he much more of an arsehole in this than he was in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man? Apart from obviously yeah, that, and that he's he was the only demeanor. one that is
0: significantly different.
1: Yeah.
2: The only thing I'd say, and this is only for me to like try and defend them, is the fact that Electro looks different as Electro in the Spider-Man Two film to his what he looks like as um, what's his name?
1: Max something.
2: Max so Max looks nerdy scrawny whatever but then when he turns into Electro obviously he's just a blue bald person Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna go with that maybe when he's got all that electricity he can't turn into a human can he Mm. until Peter rips all the electricity from him Mm. so then maybe he just stays static as what he looked like as the electric being that's the only thing I can think of
1: um, yeah. I get, I get what you're saying, but also like I don't know. <laughs> hair so changes. He doesn't need glasses nice. anymore. Yeah. It would changes. have taken,
2: yeah, it would have taken like a two minute
0: explanation. Not even that.
1: Yeah. And also, yeah, even that the way he speaks changes compared to the first one. They so could um, have
0: gone, they could yeah. have gone hella meta and been like, yeah, Sony realised that I look shit in that film. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the only reason he said.
1: Like, I watched an interview, and he like was only going to come back if they made changes to his character. That see, okay, that makes sense. But uh, but explain that in the film. <laughs> yeah. Give a Give a narrative reason for that because. I mean, even if yeah. even if he came through as the Max
0: from Amazing Spider-Man Two, and then is like, I'm going to change the way I look, and like, you know, I don't, yeah. Anyway, it's by the by, isn't it? But um, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I didn't love it. Um. Cool. yeah those were a couple and to be honest my only other main criticism um, was that I think the jokes uh, miss more than they hit um, I think they attempt a lot of jokes which is normal from other films but I don't know why they just weren't really they weren't really hitting with me like not mm. how they normally do I think even Ned as well like Ned normally gets a good couple laughs from me I didn't really get any from him uh, yeah. in this one
2: but then that's, that's what I was saying to you Like I feel like our cinema Different people laughed at different points, mm. but I do think it was a bit, it was a bit overkill points. But you know, yeah, he's, just, kind of, he's
1: yeah. the relief Co- of it all, isn't he? So yeah, I don't mind because he's the comic relief in every in all the other films as well. I don't mind that at all. I think that's absolutely fine. But I just don't think the jokes were funny, and I think I remember when we were talking about Infinity War and um and we were kind of like uh I think Ben might have at the time asked the question if there were maybe too many jokes in it. Um, and I think, like, in a Marvel film, you're always going to get a certain amount of jokes. It's, that's the way they've built this universe, and, like, that's absolutely fine. But I remember, like, times in Infinity War, I was belly laughing at something. Like, I think when Peter Quill asked about... um Ask if his saviour is Jesus or something like that, and that's what I was cracking up or something like that. And, but in this one, I can't think of one time where I genuinely properly laughed, which is a shame, because I think there are definitely times in the other two films, especially with um the scenes with the teachers in the other two films, but they only got one scene in this one, which I understand for time reasons, but I think they offer good comedic relief, and I think they're all um, good, like, comedic actors as well, so I yeah. think they could have maybe given them maybe one or two more scenes just to... Well, you
2: know. see, I would say I laughed once or twice in the film. I don't know if I gave a ha 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 laugh, but a little, like, <laughs> kind of vibe. Mm. the feature scene, the geezer who was just saying he's a murderer... Yeah. ...after the second time of which him saying it, and mm. I didn't like it. Mm. But it was all the point it was was trying to put the point across that all three of them have different opinions isn't it one against him one neutral one
0: for him so yeah have you got any massive criticisms of it Chris or any like massive criticism of it
2: um (sighs) any massive ones no uh I wouldn't say I have uh yeah I'd say like there was quite a lot of J. Jonah Jameson not sure it was needed as much but He's a really hater
1: know. man fucking hell <laughs> and,
2: He's a proper hater you it, need to fucking relax it's, it's quite draining but it's fine that uh, character um, No I don't think I have any major ones I don't even think really Obi there had any major ones to be fair bar the first act year maybe being a bit uh, a bit dragged out but also fast paced if that makes any sense because obviously you're saying the first 35 minutes before we meet Doctor Strange and then obviously we want, we wanted more of the actual berating of Spider-Man and how he was involved but um, mm. yeah no, that was pretty good like, I, I really like the introduction of the two Peter Parkers I really liked and I liked how they were so different in their ways of coming through as well mm. um, yeah yeah I, I enjoyed. It. I, this is this is why I struggle to actually put a a rating on it because hmm. in my head it's not perfect. But if you ask me what's really wrong with it, it's me nitpicking at it. It's nothing yeah. like super super major unless you're about to say something.
0: And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'm so glad that I rewatched all of them before quite soon because oh, it, I, all I, of it was so fresh in my mind. Um, and I think, um. I was also really glad that Doctor Strange was not not so key in Me it, um, because I really felt like in this Tom Holland, when he defeats Doctor Strange essentially uh, and traps him in the Mirrorverse, he basically has come out of their shadow and is is now standing on his own two feet. Um, and I guess we could talk in a, a little bit about where we think we'll go from here but um i thought that was really cool that mirror that mirrorverse verse scene was probably the best fight scene in it in my opinion because yeah. i love the visuals of it like visually you know when when dr strange flicks and it shatters and then there's all like those geometrical shapes and he's kind of moving like trying to distort the subway train and that was flying across like above the skyline i was just like wow that that was so cool and you both said when you were talking about it earlier that you really like the action scene so was there one particular for each of you and i will come to you first chris that you that stands out to you like that was the best fight scene um i know you really liked the the goblin one was it that one
2: probably i'm trying to think of them now off the top of my head Uh, obviously i liked the, the the trio team up but as as a fight scene, it was good, but is it my favourite? Probably not. I really did like the mirror dimension, but, I think I like that more for visuals. In terms of actual fight, I do think the Goblin versus uh, Tom Holland one was epic. It was so, like, real. Mm. And I think what we needed, like, a little bit of, like, it's almost to ground him a little bit, because he is super strong, he is super durable, but then when he's met with a guy who is of equal standing, like, who knows Tom Holland's Spider-Man when he's an adult might be able to topple this guy with ease, but right now absolutely smashed it. But then flip, flip on that. I actually, no, I was going to say flip on that. Then the, the end fight scene, he, he absolutely dominates him, but he had injected him with something else. So maybe that had an effect on it, but yeah, I would say the, the, the scene by Happy, Happy's house, the, for that fight is my favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. Ob, Yeah, no, I'd agree with Chris. Um, that scene in Happy's Apartment is my is my favourite and that whole it's definitely my favourite that whole sequence I think from when he well, from when Peter feels his Spidey sense all the way up until um, all the way up until um, when J. Jonah James after I dying and J. Jonah James up on that big screen like basically like bashing Spider-Man and Peter's just stood there rain's coming down he's just staring at the screen like with that blank look on his face I think from that whole sequence is amazing and that, that scene with Peter, like, when he's standing in the is probably one of my favourite MCU scenes ever, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, just love, I love the way it was shot. I think it's amazing. Mm. Um, and that Doctor Strange scene, I think, was actually really cool as well. But I remember when I watched the trailer, I thought that that was just the multiverse, like, collapsing on itself. I didn't even... <laughs> it didn't even That's cross my I mind that, that it was going to be, like, yeah, in the mirror verse. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I how, quite like, like that yeah. as well.
0: Mm. Um uh, we've not heard your thoughts on the Doctor Strange 2 trailer though, Ob. I know we're jumping around a lot, but while it comes in my head, what are your thoughts? So essentially, to- uh, talk oh, us through the, the trailer hey, and, and where it kind of leads us.
2: By the way, I never said I didn't like the trailer. I,
0: I think just, your words were, it was shit and I hated it. I think those were the exact words, Chris.
2: No, no, no my, my word <laughs> is, I didn't like that it was an end credit scene. No, I
0: know. But yeah, um, yeah, I'll just give us a quick synopsis of, of the Doctor Strange 2 trailer.
1: Um so yeah, Doctor Strange 2 Doctor Strange 2 trailer. You hear like echoes of some of the lines that Doctor Strange has said in the Spider-Man film about the multiverse being something that we don't know much about. Um we get a little like um, picture of a like a broken clock with I think Benedict Cumberbatch's face reflecting in it. Then um like a flash of a load of different scenes. I think you see Wanda, you see, I think it's America Chavez, I think you see a couple other characters, Wong and stuff like that. You see, uh, what's his name, Mordo? M- M- Mordo? Mordo, yeah. You see Mordo with some te- terrible, terrible fake, uh, cane rows, my goodness. They look awful. Um and then he goes to, uh, to visit Wanda in that place that she flew off to at the end of WandaVision and basically asks for her help. Um And then you get a couple cutscenes scenes here and there, some fighting scenes, a couple cool fighting scenes of like a bus flying through one of his like uh shield thingies. Um, and then you see someone, I think it's Mordo saying that basically um to Dr. Strange, like you're the cause of all this. And then we see Dr. Strange facing off potentially against an evil version of Dr. Strange, which we saw in what if I'm wondering if it's the same character as somebody different. Hmm. When oh. I saw that,
0: also,
2: there was a wedding scene, wasn't there? Yes, there
1: was a wedding scene. I think yeah, it's was Christine, sees, Christine getting married.
0: Yeah, yeah, but she died, didn't she? Um, no, she didn't. No, did she not? Oh, that, sorry, she died what if, if yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. boy, yeah I, think. I think she was like, oh, she's back alive. Um, yeah, I quite liked that trailer, um, and I liked the fact that it was the second post-credit scene, but um, I did, when you saw the evil Doctor Strange, presumably, um, I was thinking, like, is this quite similar to what if and if so why did they have that as a what if because mm. I know that I saw some an article where that some of the writers were like oh yeah we didn't use this storyline about this character because there's plans for it in the future mm. it just feels strikingly similar considering what if was only a couple of months ago um, yeah. I don't know and yeah. also one thing that I think is getting a bit messy, is all these fake-outs for the multiverse. Um yeah. Like, what is inciting it? What, what actually are we ever going to see it? Because WandaVision, you sort of thought when, you know, the whole Westview thing kind of went wrong, you're like, oh, maybe this is going to split reality because she's a Nexus being. Then it mm, kind of didn't. And then Loki, you've got, obviously, Kang um being killed. And then the other Kangs are like, spotting an opportunity um but that's not really gone anywhere at the moment um obviously what if had its own kind of way of the multiverse and then this that like spider-man you're thinking oh okay i thought it was going to end with you know the multiverse being open and then it would lead into doctor strange 2 but he kind of wraps it up um glenn sorry don't forget far from home as well oh yeah far from home with with yeah because yeah, that was quentin beck Literally faking the multiverse because mm. in this one Peter goes, oh, the multiverse is real. Mm. Um, so there's been so many like rug pulls that I'm like, what are we actually ever going to see it? Um, yeah, what are you got? Do you have any strong thoughts on
1: that? um I'm well, okay, a couple of things. um I'm a bit tired of the whole fake out stuff as well, like you and I think this. I I kind of hope that the multiverse would be playing more of a factor than it currently has. Um, I think eventually we will get something to do with multiverse because, well, Doctor Strange is literally called Multiverse of Madness. So you have, to, you have to think that that must be about the multiverse. And if it's not, then, you know, obviously, someone needs to get fired. Um, and also, I think one of the things I said to you, which is a not really a complaint, but um, about this film, is that I kind of just hope that Loki or the events of Loki would play some part in the multiverse kind of like splitting and stuff, or what the events of this film and obviously the fact that it doesn't um, and I'm wondering now, is is Loki going to play any part in any of these MCU films, that multiverse cracking, because it seems like a pretty big fucking deal um, and I'm thinking that if they don't, then kind of what's the point in that show? Or what's the, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because
0: um, Kang is going to be in Quantumania, but that's That's, like, way in 2023. We've got quite a few films before then. So, Mm. you sort of... There's a lot of threads that are, like, just dangling. I'm not quite sure. I guess,
2: but, like... But... Like, I mean, we've highlighted the importance of how dangerous the multiverse is in Spider-Man. But he was adamant that we shouldn't be messed with. And, obviously, I've got a feeling that Wanda, even though she's probably not the main villain of... Doctor Strange it looks like there could be like two or three villains she's obviously been tampering with the multiverse because she wants her kids back and she was reading that book which is I assume going to be a big factor in it um, but yeah I mean, fake outs are shit but I mean the quantum, quantum mania makes the most sense for uh, Loki's universe because obviously the time bureau being within the quantum realm is a key aspect of it isn't it
1: is that an action, Is that confirmed? Oh,
2: I thought. Oh, was it not?
1: I don't know. I don't think. I, I think
0: it's strongly suggested, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think jumping back to No Way Home, I think, and, and the whole kind of everything being anticipated, um, like the villains, Spider-Man, Daredevil, it would have been really cool if. Because, uh, Electro says, ah, oh, kind of hoped you'd be black to, um, mm. Andrew Garfield. Considering Doctor Strange says there are infinite amount of people that know who Spider-Man is mm. and they're all trying to come through. We only saw characters from universes that we have already seen. I think, and again, this is me being greedy, so I accept that, but I think there was a missed opportunity for them to introduce someone, whether that's Miles Morales or another villain that we haven't yet seen, because mm. they know who Spider-Man is. You know, Even just like
1: a silhouette of someone would have been good.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you know right at the end when you do see the tears in reality, mm. there's a few figures that... I was about right, to say,
2: definitely a few silhouettes in, the, in that tear.
0: Yeah, and I was really trying to, and when I see it again, I'm going to proper try and focus on who they are, because there must, like, the silhouettes must be an Easter egg. Mm. But I feel like considering the multiverse was open for a brief period of time, we only saw um, people from two other universes out of infinity. Mm. To me, it was a missed opportunity.
2: Well, the problem you got right um, with this missed opportunity is should any of them fall in through the cracks, which they may or may not have done, it's irrelevant because they're all going to forget who he is anyway.
1: I know. You could have showed them, though, innit? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But you never know what's going to come in um, Spider Man 4 or 5, you know?
1: This is true, but we also have to talk about what we did get and what we have gotten true, now.
2: True, 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 true. I'm not dismissing, not dismissing. I'm just. Uh...
0: Yeah, I don't, again, that's like a wish list thing. And, and I know that, you know, and, and I've said this consistently about the whole multiverse thing is when you have a concept of the multiverse and you introduce it, you are always going to get people. And I'm probably, mm. I'm definitely one of them going. Oh, but what about blah blah blah? Yeah. But um, yeah. So.
2: Like, I, I still, I still think that they could um, bring in like some of the characters from um, into the Spider Verse into it. You know, like that'd be cool. Like if they yeah. did actually ask um, Nick Cage to come as uh, Spider Man, or if they got, I mean, Toby Maguire Spider Man technically, I suppose, was in in the spider verse one wasn't it wasn't he if you've got the i don't know how you do the other ones i suppose you could do spider gwen and stuff
0: yeah I, I i know i'm just being a no 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 nitpicky um where i know we've quite short time uh i've got two questions uh take it in any order you want uh first where do you see this tom holland spider-man going and secondly uh all three have been directed by John Watts. He is in charge of the Fantastic Four film, which is scheduled to come out in twenty twenty three, although we've almost in twenty twenty two and there's absolutely no casting and no uh plot details. So A do you think that he's it, that film's in good hands and B what the fuck is going on with it? So over you go first. <laughs>
1: um so sorry, sorry, what was the first question? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see this this Peter Parker, Tom Hollands going? Oh yeah. Okay. So um, I actually love. I love with how they like bookended this film and how they kind of like basically reset it. So obviously Tom Holland, uh, not Tom Holland, sorry, Peter Parker. No one knows who he is. He's not an Avenger. So essentially they can. I think I I said on like the group chat that I kind of like feared for what would kind of like happen after this film because his films have been getting bigger and bigger and bit, like every appearance he's in has been getting bigger or, or it is at least as big as like the, the, the previous one kind of thing so you kind of have to think after you've faced like um uh, a flipping um, Hitler like Hitler alien you've faced bloody um uh what's his face mysterio who basically wanted to kill like millions of people and all stuff like that where do you kind of go from there um so i think for them to reset it now and he can make films that are more grounded and are more very much like friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man-esque and I think that aren't so wrapped up in um, the big MCU of it all kind of thing, because I think that's one of my biggest criticisms of the previous films is that they rely heavily on like the connection to the MCU and, and his connection to Tony Stark um, so now that he hasn't got that he's essentially on his own, I think you've got a really good opportunity now to kind of like rebuild his story from the ground up whether or not that includes Ned and MJ, I assume it will, but like, I don't mind that Evo as long as, like, you can now make a story now where not everything has to be the end of the world, you know, you can just fight someone who's fucking up fucking Queens, or whatever, you know mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm looking forward to that and I think, yeah, the, I, I well, I trust, um, I trust uh, John Watts to be able to to do something similar like that, uh, I trust Kevin Feige to have that vision as well um, and what was your second question, sorry it was about Fantastic Four being like, what, yeah, it's a, a strange one, isn't what, it? You know? Yeah, I think it a strange one, Fantastic Four, because obviously, yeah, like you said, like, supposed to be coming out in very at least a couple of years. So you'd imagine, you know, they would have been filming at least, or started filming now. Um, so yeah, I don't really. Have to, honestly, I don't want to tell you about that one. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean, I hope they start filming soon because I think they can really do Fantastic Four justice. Um, but but yeah, I don't know. We really know what to say about that one. Uh, I think it was more me, me just being like,
0: "What's going on?" Maybe they wanted mm. this film to come out before because you don't want to overshadow a John Watts film with another John Watts film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like some information about that, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, uh, any thoughts on the two questions?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm um, same as Ovi. I like where they go, where they've like ended it to start um, to start um, Spider-Man off again. I do worry that he's, his character has been surrounded by other characters in order to, like, push him mm. to greater heights within the publicity and stuff. Obviously, we had uh, Nick Fury appear in the previous one along with, like, the whole Stark Industries and, mm. and like, um, I guess they got a big villain with Jake Gyllenhaal and him being a predominant character throughout the whole of that film.
1: And in the previous
2: one, you had a bit of Iron Man. So, and then you'll see this one, you've got about 10 characters you can include in the roster. Um, but yeah, it'll be nice to see him do it on his own. See how they, if, like you said, bring in N- Ned and MJ. Um, I feel like he'll be very resistant to talk to them should he ever see them again. Um, and I think actually John Watts doing Fantastic Four is actually like a great shout Like he's, he smashed this trilogy, um, and if anything, it could tie in quite well with Spider-Man. Like, if you've got Richard Reed, really smart scientist, has his own building, has his own company, and Spider-Man needs a job,
0: mm-hmm. who's a
2: better man to go to? Then Reed Richards, a really super uh, scientist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: did you did you notice in there was a, a line of dialogue? Um, where Tom Holland's Peter Parker says, "We don't have an Oscorp."
2: Yes, I thought that was very good. Uh, I think William Dafoe says that, but yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Is it Willem Dafoe? Yeah, but but so like yeah, so so that's that's a key difference in the issue universe as well, which obviously was there was an Oscorp in the other two, but mm. this I think yeah you that's a cool point actually you could have Fantastic Four Towers or whatever it's called you know mm. um, kind of become that kind of Oscorp de facto you know, generic, uh, science building, um, butchering my explanation of that, but yeah. (laughs) um, I think, um, what was I
2: going to say? And also like your comment about like, obviously not knowing much about Fantastic Four, I think maybe for once Marvel's doing something right and not leaking information. Like I know a lot of people really want John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. And some other people want Emily Blunt as, uh, Invisible Girl and, and I don't know who else people would want us, uh, human torch and the thing, but like, maybe they just keeping it under wraps. Or maybe they just haven't started filming.
0: Yeah. I think obviously there's more, the Covid's still going on, so that might push things back even more. But, um, mm. I think the next bit of content we are probably gonna get, I think is gonna be a Moonlight series. Um. Oh, when's that coming up? Well. Uh, early 2022, I think. I haven't okay. been able to find any release dates for any of the other MCU TV shows. Mm. Um, so might maybe but I'm presuming because Doctor Strange Two isn't coming out till May, is it? So surely we're going to get something around like end of Jan, Feb. Mm. Um, because that's when WandaVision came up,
1: that wasn't it? I think, yeah, WandaVision was January, I think.
2: Oh, in in this thing I'm yeah. reading. It says the next film to come out. Oh, they've just done it in the wrong order. Yeah, yeah. So Doctor Strange may, and then shortly after, Four Love and Thunder,
1: mm.
2: which again yeah. not being said about Cause... Four Love.
1: Well, they finished filming. They wrapped filming.
2: Yeah, and I've got here Summer 2022, Miss Marvel, and then it says Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and what season two as just 2022.
0: Mm. Yeah, because Miss Marvel was supposed to come out. This year, but they've pushed it back, mm. um, and it was supposed to come out after Hawkeye, but now it's coming out pre- presumably after Moonlight and stuff like that. But, um, that obviously leads into Captain Marvel 2 So, yeah, I mean, it's been a a bumper Marvel year. Really, we've had one division: Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, What If, Eternals,
1: Shang Chi, No Way Home, and Hawkeye. You've gotten a lot of content. Can I... Sorry, can I ask a question? Now yeah, that you sure. mentioned that. How much of that content okay. is, like... How much of that content is... Would you classify as, like, great?
2: Is someone talking? Um, oh, all
0: right, OK. No, it's contemplation. It doesn't make good audio, does it? Um, yeah. ooh, You're saying great.
1: Great. Uh, great. Good con- just seen, out of everything we've got in this year, yeah. Okay, this Spider- Great to
2: great. It's fantastic. Hawkeye um,
1: is good. Uh, Loki... I said great. I said great. I know. Know. Leave leave out leave out all the good and meh. I just want Loki... to know what's great.
2: Episode one and two, great.
1: What what episode one and two? It's great. Loki one and two. Oh, but the series as a whole. Nah. Okay. Um. Uh...
0: I don't, know, but I don't know if I'd apply great to that much of the MCU. There'd be, like, a couple of the films. The rest of them are, like, good to very good. Uh, oh, really? Fair enough. I don't know. I mean, like... You're telling me your top ten films aren't great? I'd say the top five would be great. After that, I think. I'd I think
2: really like say my top good. eight or nine, I
1: would say, great.
2: Yeah, I was going to say my top eight or nine would probably be great. I would probably say... Actually, no, probably, is, is... My, top, my top 10 would probably be great. There's mm. quite a disparity between what I really like and what I don't like in the MCU. Mm. Um, yeah. like i personally say Guardians of the Galaxy was great. And then you guys might disagree because you didn't like the villain, the villain in it and, and you equally might say that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was great.
1: I think they're both great, personally.
2: Or you might say they're both great, you know? I like mean, Spider-Man,
0: I think... I'd say neither
1: of them are great. Really? mate, yeah. I told you Heart to Please Piers is back, mate. <laughs> He's back. I am, yeah, yeah.
0: If you're saying like very if you if you again it comes down to semantics, which is kind of arbitrary, but if you say what content issue's been very good, then I would say uh Loki, WandaVision um, and Eternals all very good.
1: What Shang Chi weren't good? Bruh Really? Shang Chi was good. It wasn't very good. What? But Loki was very good. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: what about you, Ob?
1: Oh, what? Uh, my own question or, your, or what you just said just now? Oh,
0: your own question.
1: My own question. Uh, great. Yeah, just Spider Man. For me, just Spider Man. Um, which is which is not what you'd expect from obviously MCU because we all love MCU. But yeah, I would say yeah, just Spider Man. The rest of them are are range from yeah from pretty good to to, I think What If, which I think was a bit like eh, I don't really like I didn't really like, like What If, and yeah, nothing well, bad I would say. So far,
2: thinking of
1: What
2: If, fucking hell, yeah. I think like One Division, decent. It had a good premise, didn't execute it. Loki started off great, again didn't execute the ending, or actually didn't execute the middle to the very end. The ending wasn't the ending was maybe a saving grace to it a little bit. Mm. Uh, Hawkeye, I enjoy. Would I say it's great? Meh. It's two opinions, I guess. Shang Chi was a was a decent film. Wouldn't say it was great. And Eternals again was a decent film. Wouldn't say it was great. Mm.
1: So my question, so leading off from that, um, currently right now, are we getting uh, quality of, I mean, quantity over quality, or is our or is our quality level
0: going too high? Good question. I, I think Marvel, I, I, Marvel, I, I think the quality
1: you know? is, is, is increasing. Mm. But the thing like yeah. when when you um, when the rise to the top is the easiest point. When you get to the top, that's Infinity War, it's only down from there. <laughs> well it's like it's like films yeah, that are to begin with, right? So like I worry
2: for Black Panther 2 Right. Yeah, me too. Although me too. although it's not my it's not top five of mine, I know it's been like a pinnacle of like uh culture in terms of film and what they did and like the, the, obviously the, the main, uh, Chadwick Boseman, was, wait, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, fantastic performance and then obviously passing away. Like, to carry this on is going to be very difficult at yeah. a level where it's like a high standard yeah. to continue on. And I do worry for them in that sense. And like, any film that's going to follow that Spider Man film, a lot of people are going to be like, well, it wasn't because of that film. And immediately, I feel like a level might be like, oh, okay. Or we'll have the issue where we'll have essentially three films on the bounce, which are amazing because Doctor Strange Multiverse that could be really good, and so could Four Love and Thunder, could be really good. And then the films after that, we might be a bit like, oh, okay, how can these all compete? Yeah. Kind of, I think the
0: nature of. <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm hearing you guys a little bit slower than you're hearing it. Um so apologies if i've talked over you um i think the nature of uh having more content is that i guess you a larger percentage of that might not be as good and particularly as marvel I keep setting my bars but i think probably on balance they are producing more good content than bad i don't i mean there's I wouldn't say, I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier is not bad. It's good, and there's lots of good parts about it. It's just, for me, wasn't great or very good. What if was hit and miss? But I think when you look at films like the first two Thor films, um, the Ant-Man films, I don't mind them, but they're not, like, amazing. You could do without them. People have mixed feelings on Captain Marvel, um, Age of Ultron, um, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2. So when you look at the twelve 26 films um, that they had produced you could say that maybe a third of them were were objectively not good
1: Um, which is quite a high percentage can can I talk to you really quickly sorry Mm -hmm. Um, so I was listening to the Nerd Council the other day and basically they asked the question of like so kind of like similar to what I asked you which is kind of why I stole it so, if you had to give these films an arbitrary good or bad, there's no meh, it's either good or it's bad. Like, what, what how many do you think films would be good and how many films do you think would be bad? So, I'd quickly, while we've got a bit of time, I would like to go through the films and just get you to opinion, good or bad. Go, That's go, okay. go. Okay. Okay, cool. Iron Man.
2: Good.
1: Good. The Incredible Hulk. Bad. Bad. Iron Man 2.
2: Uh, good. I wouldn't say it's bad.
1: Okay. Um, tr- I'm not keeping tally by this. So can't try and keep rough track of like <laughs> what you think's good and what you think's bad. Uh, four, one. Good. Sorry,
0: what, I, I it cut out. Was that Cap one? Oh, sorry, oh. Thor one. Oh, Thor one. Um, did I did, did I think of that film? Oh, so very average. Speed I'd run. Good.
2: Speed run. It's a speed run. Come on.
0: <laughs> Captain Mir- sorry, it? my connection's poor. I'll oh, say Captain Miracle one. Uh, good. Good. I, I can't. I can't say it.
1: bad. Avengers I actually.
2: Great. Good.
1: good. Iron Man three. Can't remember it. Bad. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so um tall dark one mm, I don't bad. think I'm going to say good whoa Chris <laughs> are you sure
0: I, I can't remember it it's, was, okay fair enough the dark elves mate
1: Jeez, you can't even cool. get on the right tube line yeah that one was pants man yeah you <laughs> but, might be wrong but fair, fair enough,
2: enough. Stay so bad say so bad Brandon. um
1: with the Captain America the Witness Soldier good Guardians of the Galaxy. Good. Good. Avengers Age of Ultron.
2: Blur. Blur. Bad. Mm. bad.
1: That's mm. a tricky one, now so. Um, Yeah, that is a tricky one. I agree. I think I would have swayed to bad as well, to be fair. Um, Ant-Man. Good. Good. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Good. Good. Doctor Strange. Good. Good. Okay. okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
2: Good. Uh, good. I don't know if... Uh, yeah.
1: Spider-Man Homecoming. Good. Good. Thor Ragnarok. Good. Good. Black Panther. Good. Good. Avengers Infinity War. the question. Good. Batman Bad. What do you say, Glenn? I don't think it was bad. I'd say good. Fair enough. I'd say bad, personally. But... I like cusp. The cusp. It's the yeah. cusp. Um, Captain Marvel. Bad.
0: Sorry, what one was that? Captain Marvel. Oh, good. I liked that film. Okay. Endgame?
1: Uh, good. Good. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Good. Good. Black Widow. Good.
2: Eh. Bad.
1: Mm. Shang-Chi.
2: Mm. That's a tricky one, you know. If we're going on a good, bad scale... Which one's that, sorry? Shang-Chi. My... Uh, I would say it's good to say good but when a scaling of bad and good is it good yeah we'll go good Fair.
1: Um, yeah totally I go with that
2: and then yeah, yeah good again it's a it's a toss up one that one but I'll say good as well.
1: Fair enough. So you really spent...
2: you weren't that hot on eternals. It's not that I'm not hot on eternals, it's the fact that like when you scale it against everything else you're saying good or bad to when you get to Eternals and Shang-Chi, their films are, like I've said, I don't particularly care about them, mm. so then to scale them just from good to bad, it's like, okay, was the Shang-Chi storyline that great for it to be good? I don't know. Same same with the Eternals, really. Was the storyline that great for me to go, this is good,
1: this is bad? I do see what Chris is saying, to be fair.
2: So, like, <laughs> I think in terms of the 26 yeah. films, I think if you're scaling them good and bad, I'd probably scale 4 bad 4 or 5 in the middle if you could have a middle and then the rest good mm. if you're going to do a scaling like that but yeah I think yeah I think that's a tricky one I think it's a very good way of doing yeah,
0: I it I think yeah because for me I was thinking like would I give this more than 50% and that was my benchmark for good mm, so you
2: and think, average
0: if there was the a good rate, good average, average bad a lot of them would Sorry, my connection's so poor. This is not the really thing. Good is,
2: context. like with what you're saying there is is average good. I think you can't scale it. Whether it's be above fifty percent, I think you've got to scale it in your mind. If it'll be like fifty-five, sixty, that's how I, that's how I'm doing it. I feel because if it's yeah. above fifty, that's not good.
1: That's I like, agree with
2: you. I'm That's essentially a bang yeah. average, but it's not really a bang average film either because in today's world, a 6
0: out of 10 is probably a bang average film. Yeah. yeah. If we do is. An average film isn't bad. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I see your point.
2: It always becomes tricky when you start scaling yeah. them on averages and like 5 out of 10s and stuff. And if you actually use real maths.
0: <laughs> um, I think we're going to have to wrap up because my connection is so poor. Um, I'm getting what you're saying quite far afterwards so i apologize for that um but i'm gonna re-watch no way home if we've got any more pressing thoughts on it we can do a, a part two for this uh we also need to talk about hawkeye which we might have finished by the time we reconvene um and then there's a new matrix film coming out so that would definitely be a uh a film for us to talk about uh so thank you for tuning in uh, if you've got any uh Thoughts on what we've discussed, um, please do let us know. Um, let us know your opinion on on Spider Man No Way Home, um, the fan service, like you know what you thought of it. We're on Twitter at YSC Podcast Seventeen and Instagram as Your Average Critics. Keep it sexy. Peace.